Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Whoa, I feel like I'm inside a spaceship, Zach. Whoa. Yeah. How did we get here? What's happening? Oh, it's so echoey. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. It's like we've gone into an expansive room of a spaceship with things. Whoa, Whoa, what was that? That was was like a meteor or something. Wow, crazy. It's crazy. Oh, look, another ship. It's docking our ship. Oh, someone's getting out of it. Who is that? That looks familiar. Hey, you boys up for some uh, double docking? Oh my, it's Jack McGolick. It's, it's... uh... I regret saying that immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That did not feel good coming out of my mouth. Do you know... (laughs) Do you know what... Snip, snip, and post, Sandro. Snip, snip. Nah, it'll be no, fine. No, 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 no. It'll be fine. Going full raw. Hello, um, and we are raw dogging this episode. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Only But A Goodie. This is episode number 63. This is the podcast where every week we're like, hey, what came out this week all the way back in 1984? That's 36 years ago. And we talk about one of the films that came out that week. This week we're Ooh. doing The Ice Pirates. My name is Sandro. That's Zach. I am here. And we got Jack. Hello, I'm Jack. Who was recently boarded. How are you doing? I've recently what? Oh, I recently boarded the ship. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're in a spaceship yeah, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Remember the continuity? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's important. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The continuity of Oldie Buddy is a very important <laughs> yeah, and it's deep vital. Uh, equally important, my hand smells like Barocca right now. <laughs> You've been yeah. saying this for the last half hour. <laughs> my yeah. hand smells like Barocca and I have not had Barocca this morning. Okay. <laughs> why does my hand smell when like Barocca? When did this first If start? anyone has any uh, suggestions as to why that might be the case, <laughs> please know. write in. Please let me know. I am I'm concerned. saying the coronavirus number one <laughs> symptom. Hands <laughs> smelling <laughs> oddly like Barocca. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, when did this first start? When did you first notice? This? I noticed like forty-five minutes ago. Forty-five minutes ooh, ago. Ooh. So, yeah. so this and I've been last... excruciatingly aware of it ever since. <laughs> yes, he has. He is sniffing. You are yeah. sniffing your hand as we speak. I'm, I'm sniffing it right now, bro. Right. You try to get your brother to sniff your hand. He was like, "Nah, bro. <laughs> no thank I you. need someone to back up that it does in fact smell like Barocca, and I'm not having a stroke or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, that would make for an exciting podcast. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but we digress. Uh, so there was one other option that I had this week, right, yeah. Zach? So you, you had one option, and oh boy, am I glad you didn't choose this one, <laughs> because I got to witness the movie we did today. Uh, it was called Tank. Great. Um, it was a military officer movie, a small town, um, but there's oh, corrupt police. We're and not watching Tank. No, we're really? not watching Tank. Oh, no. A shame. Oh, no. I thought that was oh, a shame. Okay. Oh, no. Not again. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Jack? No. Oh, what? Yeah. How? I watched Baby Stay Out. <laughs> no! <laughs> and that's it. The podcast is over. We're not doing anything. Jack, you're fired. You're back in your spaceship. We are not coming back to that movie. Good oh, lord. Yeah. No. First 
thoughts about the Ice Pirates? I'll give you a bit of my, like, the emotional Mm. uh, journey that I went through. I went into the... To tell you how I feel about the Ice Pirates now, I have to tell you about how I felt about the Ice Pirates historically. Okay. Mm. Yes, as a space Martian yourself, you would Mm -hmm. have a lot of knowledge on this situation. Exactly. I did not know anything about the Ice Pirates going into it. Mm -hmm. This is going to be cheesy. That's what I... That's what yeah. I felt like. That's... Well, I already told you, hey, just to warn you, this is a B-movie sci-fi. Yeah. It's ripping off Star Wars and June. Yeah. So I went into mm. it wanting to love it. I was mm. like, I want to have like a cheesy night in mm. yeah. with my laptop. Don't regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You, know. <laughs> you know, the typical yeah. single male yeah. by yourself with your laptop. <laughs> Did you, did you my mum walks in during the storm scene <laughs> mum you gotta knock <laughs> it's Star Wars mum uh, yeah so I, I wanted to love it yep. yeah I wanted to have like a great time where it's like it's like you know I really liked it anyway I could not oh, <laughs> I was wow. trying so hard to like wow. it for the first 20 minutes and I could not enjoy that film mm, but wow. then something interesting happened mm. I just acknowledged my hatred for it mm. I said I hate this movie and I lent into that hatred and all of a sudden something beautiful happened that hatred transmuted yeah. into this perverse uh, satisfaction <laughs> with the movie and mm. Mm. yeah I got something out of it I, wow, I began okay. to be engaged and uh, I had that experience that I'd been yearning for but it happened organically I had to first acknowledge you had to embrace it I had to, yeah, mm. I had to embrace how... Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, it is how a, bad it was. It is a <laughs> strange, perhaps inaccessible film for anyone who likes movies. <laughs> for anyone who well, has seen a movie before. <laughs> as someone who canonically hates movies, yes. this, this was something else. It... <sighs> I'm very interested to see what you think okay. of it, because all you said was wow is the right word. That's yeah. all that we have spoken about this film. And wow is a very expressive word. Yes. It can mean many things. <laughs> wow can mean good, wow can mean bad, and wow can be an expression of surprise. Mm. It can be it can be one of disdain. You could go, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, wow is a bit and wow all those expressions cumulate into my full feelings about this movie. Yep. The full spectrum of hatred, mm. surprise, happiness, mm. enjoyment, everything. Yeah. It went through the spectrum. It's 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 bloody white light and we're gonna differentiate differentiate it into a rainbow, like yes. a spectral yeah. rainbow today. Because yeah. Yeah. this movie goes through everything. It, it just it, it, does. it covered everything. <laughs> The 80s movies that we've gone beforehand, I was like, wow, these are 80s movies. Cool. Mm. Yeah. This movie, in particular, is just the 80s I was really looking for. Mm, This is what I've been searching for. It was like your platonic ideal of what the 80s were. Yeah, this is what I was really looking for. Do you know what the word nostalgia means? I think it means the little pain. Yeah, it's like that looking back and then Mm. you feel a little hurt because it's like, oh, how things were... But the 80s was never what you considered the, the 80s. Yes. Yeah. You're looking for the 80s that never was. Pretty yes. much. And but this, this was. But this, this is was. Exactly this was. is exactly what I was looking for. And yeah. it, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. And it had twists and turns 
that I didn't expect. No. That hit me hard and like, wow, they actually did that. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Um, yeah, because we, we all kind of went into it on different levels. I went into it knowing what Jack thought of the film. Because mm. um, we briefly talked about it uh, a couple days ago. And then when I sat down to watch it yesterday, I was like, okay, I know roughly what I'm getting myself into. But even then, mm. I was bewildered. I was mm. amazed. I was shooken to the core mm. by how much I like this movie. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not good. It's no. not a good film, but... Yeah. I think this is the first time we have done a cheesy action film and I've been on board the entire mm. way through. Yes. Well, it's, it's that added, the sci-fi atmosphere, I which so. I love in Time Cop, but Time wasn't Cop, quite enough for you no, to, really, to really grip They played you. it too straight in Time Cop. They played it too straight <laughs> for you. They played it non-straight enough for me, mm. but I, I also like that sort of straight aspect where they're like, this is what it is. This yeah. is just a thing. Deal with it. Where yeah. you were like, no, I don't like it, so I don't want to deal with it. Or mm. this. They went full ham. They did. They they didn't spare the hog, the cow, the sheep, the whole barn. It's in there. Yeah. There's literally donkeys. Mm. They're there. Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted donkeys in space, they're there. It's such a... Yeah, as you said, the reason why we wanted to do the 80s was to do movies like this. Yes. And so far we have covered every single spectrum of films within the mm. first three months of the show. We've yep. done every sort of film. We've mm. done uh, a rom-com that's just softcore porn. We've <laughs> yes. done um, a good independent film. Yes. We've done weird, mad idea, dialogue-based sci-fi. Yes. We've done pretty decent comedy that no one likes. Yeah. Did we do horror? We did well. Like, Children of the Corn, technically. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's sort of a yeah, it's a teen horror esque, but wasn't very scary. Just because of you know, it's not. A Would scary you film. say, Zach, mm. that much as the characters in this film were mm. searching for a MacGuffin <laughs> that was a mystical world mm. that was wrapped in myth and mystery? Would you say that you were, you were also searching yes. for the 80s? Yes. A, a mystical 80s that... But there was only, like, a tiny portal <laughs> through a time zone yeah. surrounding it. Where if I was a point millimetre off, I would have been lost in garbage mm. 80s films for the rest of eternity. Mm. But we managed to find that tiny sliver to travel through... Where it teleported us throughout history, and and it really, I found it. Yeah. I found it this day, yeah. and the the universe <laughs> itself might be saved by this one film. Whoa, it's released March sixteenth. Technically, this is a comic science fiction existing mm. in the same subgenre as Red Dwarf, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Gotcha. So it's mm. meant to be a bit absurd. So that's great. Mm. Um, it's directed and co-written by Stuart Raphill. He followed up this movie in 1988 with a little cult classic called Mac and Me, which mm. is amazing. It's perhaps the best so bad it's good film I've seen ever. It's okay. a rip-off of E.T. Oh no. Check it out. Yeah. Um, Mystery Science Theatre 3000 did an episode on it, I think like two years ago? It's on Netflix. That, that's probably the easiest way to find it. Um, mm. But I would say like watch it, because it's hilarious. I think I watched that as a kid when I was maybe three years old. Mm. I can't remember a thing about it. I'm hoping it's the movie I'm thinking about yeah. because that was 
Very bad. Did all the aliens try and communicate with each other in, at yep. one point? Yeah. yeah. Vaguely remember. They, I remember um, there was a beach. And that's there's why a beach. There is a beach. There's uh, the famous scene where the alien is on a bike and falls over a cliff, maybe? Yeah, good. Uh, it Wow. Against aliens. It though. ends <laughs> with the alien's family driving a, like a convertible in Los Angeles. <laughs> All right. And the only way you know who is who is the dad wears a suit, the sister has a bow in her hair, the mum's wow. got like a suit. Uh, it's, yeah, it's an incredible movie. Um, but the director, he's continued to write and direct films since then, and he put out a debut novel two years ago, 2018. It's called Rage. The tagline is, say goodbye to political correctness. So wow. <laughs> Yeah, good. We'll wow. see. I've got so the, edgy. I've got wow. the blurb. Do, do you want to... Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Fifteen American naval officers unexpectedly seize control of a USS Ohio-class nuclear submarine. In possession of the most formidable war weapon ever created, the mutineers form a new terrorist organization. The FBI and the US military try to stop the deciphered missile launch codes from reaching the nuclear submarine and unravel a conspiracy that permeates the very foundation of the US government. Yeah, that'll show those lefty wally wally and all wow. these snowflakes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me wake up from falling asleep halfway through that. America. Oh, wow, that sounds great. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he co-wrote this movie with Stanford Sherman, who has worked on The Man from Uncle and Batman 66. So that nice. makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. The film had a very messy production. It was originally called. <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, I know. I'm what, a, what a surprise! Um, it was originally called The Water Planet and was meant to be a serious sci-fi with a twenty million dollar budget. Okay, I can see it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, at least with Water Planet, it does make it sound more sci-fi. Yeah, like the Ice Pirates doesn't immediately. You don't jump to sci-fi quite yet. But the same with Dune and other things like that. Dune, is that space? Yes. Yes, it is. Mm. But MGM were having money troubles, so they cut the budget by over 50%. They brought in Stuart Raffield to make the film funny. Um, And then they kept trying to sabotage the film and make it not a thing. Wow. Uh, Some of the reasons why were the producers weren't getting along with the heads of the studio. And this is why, to quote the director, he said, the producer was a close friend of Paul Newman's. And uh, the studio head said something derogatory about Paul Newman's wife. So the producer punched him. And that's why the studio was like, this film isn't going to get made. Wow. So, yeah. Um, They also cut the entire ending of the film without the director's knowledge. There was meant to be 15 more minutes, I think, in the movie. It's wow. just gone. They just cut it. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah, okay. To be, that makes to, sense. To think that a movie, this masterpiece, <laughs> could have not been made over something as trifling as a single punch. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, real- it makes you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, that's deep. Yeah. yeah. And not just any punch, but a Paul Newman inspired. Inspired. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, look. I'm glad it was made. I'm very glad it was made. I think, so we can I think Mrs. It. Newman is as well. Yeah. Yes. Shows shows the man, you know? Yeah. Take that. For the cast, we've got Robert Urich as the lead. Jason, he's from a bunch of TV shows from the 70s and 80s, including SWAT and mm. another show called Vegas, but the S is a dollar sign. 
He was also in a sequel series to The Love Boat called The Next Wave. I had no idea they made a sequel to The Love Boat. He uh, he had a long battle with cancer, passed away in 2002 at the age of 55. So he was pretty young when he made this. Wow, 55, yeah. Yeah. Um, playing Princess Karina is Mary Crosby. She's from uh, the TV show Dallas. She was on that for a couple of years. Uh, we've mm. also got Michael D. Roberts playing Roscoe, who I guess is the Luke 10 second. In co- yeah, he's there. Technical expert because he's he's working on the robots. And he's stuff, working right. On so I think he's the technical expert mm. on the ship. He's very good in this. I you, like as, as a as a spacefaring captain yourself, uh, yeah. what would you say would be his role in a spaceship exactly? Uh, robo bitch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the uh, technical term. Uh, yeah. Yes, I forgot <laughs> what sort of ship you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. no, every position in the ship has been. <laughs> yeah, it just has to the end. Wait, so what's yeah, your yeah. title? What lead bitch? Yeah, lead bitch. Boss Hell bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Directing bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael nice. D. Roberts, he's had some small roles in some pretty major TV shows like Seinfeld. He's in a couple of episodes of Seinfeld, a couple of episodes mm. of Quantum Leap. But in 2002, he got a major role in a short lived sitcom called The First Family, and that oh, yeah. led to him being in movies. He was in The Star is Born two years ago. So. Wait, who's this guy? Is this, a, this is the robot dude? Yeah, yeah, robot dude. Oh, sweet. Ron Perlman, he plays a character called Zeno. He's, of course, Hellboy, Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. Anarchy. He's, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's Sons of Anarchy. He's not as tall as I thought he was. <laughs> That's something that I noticed yeah. when watching this movie. He's, yeah. he's not a tall man. Yeah, not really. We've also got Angelica Houston playing Maida, who's just a w- warrior. She's like yeah. Zena, but in space, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't get much time, although she does the, the sword fighting scenes. She's clearly the best fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sword fighting scene where she fights that one bounty hunter mm. is amazing. That was yeah. pretty good. But so is the rest of the entire movie, so we'll get into it. <laughs> um, uh, she's from The Witches, the classic Disney film The Witches, and there's also Morticia Adams in the Adams Family movies. Oh, that's where I recognized her from. (laughs) I like how we were both like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was also in John Wick 3 last year, so good on her. Yeah. As Killjoy, who's like a friendly giant who's also very horny, this whole character, it's John Matsuzak. Yes. That's probably not how you say his name, but that's how I'm going to say it. He was a very successful football player. He retired, became an actor. He was in The Goonies and this. And mm. then, uh, sadly, passed away of an accidental overdose in '89. Oh. Um, but then he's he was just he's riding good. that high of the ice pirates for like yeah, five yeah, years yeah. and didn't want the party to stop. He was great. I he loved was really, him. He was I loved his scenes. They were funny. How about uh, the most famous actor in this movie, who's in one scene and he's just lying on a bed? Oh yeah, but John uh, Carradine's in this. Yeah, <laughs> as the Supreme Commander. Yeah, he's of course Dracula in the '40s. He's done heaps of stuff as well. Yeah, um, he is. Old as balls <laughs> in this movie. May I say, great acting for an old fella. But good lord, you are <laughs> old and crusted. Good lord, he was like... Yeah. They had to have him on that life support in the movie because he was on actual life support <laughs> at the time. I don't know if you are getting this. He was old. <laughs> he was very old. But very good. I was like, wow. He was good for the one scene he was in. Yeah, yeah. in the one scene. I was like, wow. They got a very... Wonder what he did beforehand. There yeah. you go. He did everything. From yeah, no, he was crazy. Yeah, it was good. The reception for this film is... Um, 
9%. Ah! 9% from those shills, those yes. critics yeah. that are paid off by the man. But an audience score... Audience score is 49%. It is 49%. The correct <laughs> amount that it should have. 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> because it should not have a majority score in the good. But 49 is exactly... The point where you can say this is a bad film, yeah. but also the best of the bad films. It is there. Yeah. Um, a lot of the reviews were like, yeah, look, it's a pretty obvious Star Wars ripoff, but it's also mm. kind of funny. So yes. That was the majority of the reviews. Also, people were saying how they liked the real-time time warp sequence at the end. Yeah. That was like one of the only times a sci-fi film has shown that in that yeah. way. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know. I was blown away by the ending. We'll, we'll obviously get there, but like the ending, I was like, wow, this is actually a really cool ending. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was generally, I was into it. I was like, wait. Yeah. I was not expecting the ending it's to be solid. this cool. It's solid. It, it had twists and turns that I was, I was blown away. So, after many budget cuts, this film ended up costing $9 million. Mm. What do you think it could have made? Don't look at the script. <laughs> I think. Four million dollars. So it cost it cost nine million. Cost nine total. million. They cut eleven million dollars. Yeah, yikes! Far out. Do we get any hints about the reception no, at all? No? I'm just okay. I'm just gonna let you I'm all know. Gonna... You're saying four million, which like is low, is low, but at least it made some. Um, I'm gonna go high then. I'm gonna say eighteen. I'm gonna say it double money. Well, I'm gonna say Zach's closer. Oh. I'm glad about that. This movie made money. And I'm okay. also going to take, you, take your vote and either add or subtract. Uh, add okay, or that's subtract fine. Because Zach. either way in that scenario, it made more money than they put in. It did. Wait, add or subtract that four from Zach's Yes. Mm. So, so, do, do you, you think want it's positive add or, or negative? Where, what do you I'm think? I'm going to... If you don't pick... Negative. I'm going to choose one. You're going to negative. Yeah, so minus positive. four. It's yeah. minus four. It's 14. Oh. 14.3 million. That's still good. That's it's more than that. Spinal Tap and Repo Man combined. Damn. Dude, this film made more than Spinal Tap and Repo Man Okay. Well, that's slightly depressing in some ways. But good on them. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad this movie made money. And that's the research for the Ice Pirates I went hard for the research just because like I wanted to know yeah. what the hell happened well <laughs> you know now there I had to now. be a there story was... behind this production process yeah, yeah and there was that's crazy that honestly they managed to produce this um mm. unique of a film it's not even a cult classic I think no. it might be ahead of the time yeah well, can we possibly classic. make this movie a cult classic I'll I'll go on anything and tell people to watch this film. Yeah. Not because it's the best film ever. Mm. Not because it's the, like, occult classic or whatever. But just because just, you can. Just because you can. Because you're drunk with power. Witness this film. Mm. We need to come up with some sort of drinking game yeah. to watch this. Okay, well then, let's jump into the movie. It opens with spy music. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. The music was certainly 80s. interesting. It was, very, it was very. I loved 80s. it. I loved yeah, it. I thought it was great. Um, there were some obvious Star Wars inspired songs. Mm. There was some synthwave. There was some soft jazz. It was yes. everything. We know the scene. Um, oh, what a yeah, good scene! The, the funniest sex scene I've done so far. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the font choice is very interesting as well. Piratey. It felt like an Errol Flynn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They went for literal piratey. It kind of felt like uh, a Lucasfilm game logo from yeah. back in the day, like yeah. Monkey Island back then, that sort of stuff. Which is interesting, because you'd think they'd go for like a futuristic one, mm. yeah. but they lent more into piratey, oh, which cool. again is what I'm saying. is like, it's called the Ice Pirates, so you might be expecting pirates rather than space yeah but if you took one it was really a commentary on anachronism in the <clears throat> yeah yeah, yeah. it was very in depth yeah yeah. yeah yeah the opening crawl tells us that there was a war that made the galaxy lose water and water is now money and there's a bunch of rebels trying to steal ice from templars honestly in this case there was narration but i'm glad because i wasn't bothered reading that line of scripts that was going across my screen and that's one problem I've had with Star Wars why you have all this text I love it not a little bit of narration just a little bit I, I can't be bothered reading exposition for like a minute oh yeah instead of but to be fair I wasn't very invested to begin with oh yeah of course not so no, course not. Um, but the, it does lay out the main plot yeah kind of in like well, the main uh, universe we're in. It's all the information you really need. Yep. We're in space. There was a war. Now you need water. Water is precious. Done. Boom. End of the movie. Then we see um, the robots. Straight off the bat. Woof. Yeah. So okay. the robots um, are the one part of this film that I don't like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I yes, I completely agree. It it it's such a weird start because it shows these robots and stuff it's just sort of panning through mm. these robots the robots are kind of like a dark grey sort of look very humanoid mm. yeah um, almost they're... like a man wearing a suit <laughs> that is form fitting yeah and then they've, they've just squared. got stuff yeah, and they've stuck, stuck, stuck it, it to on, them yeah. and they've painted it yeah, yeah. Yeah, weird that. Um, but it's slapstick. All the robot stuff is yeah. just slapstick. Oh, and yeah. not slapstick that lands either. No, it's like it's like you have you have to like try and reinterpret what you thought they were going for. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I guess they could have been funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was the one bit I didn't enjoy was the robots. And I think if I could edit this movie, I would just literally cut. All the yeah. robots. Well, I feel stuff. like the robot stuff dominated the first twenty minutes of the yeah. movie. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's just... maybe why I had to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. To you to had to it. hate it to learn to love it. Well, it yeah. does get better. There is the part where a robot is like pisses itself or like shits itself or something. That was yeah. funny. Was uh, that in the first twenty no, minutes? No, that was in the ending fight scene. Okay. Because I, I like that. That was the one time where I laughed out loud because <laughs> of something a robot did. Yeah, no, it was during the end fighting scene where the robots have to go into battle with the other robots. One of them, the bolt, like, flies out and just flew its piss out of it. Yeah, okay. It's it's on yeah. par with the Transformers pissing on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bumblebee. They're, it's, they're on par. In fact, may have inspired that scene. Maybe. We don't know. This is a film um, that Michael Bay would be a fan of, I think. Oh, man. Also, why is space so red? Why does space just have this, like, red hue to it? Um, because... Like, there's no water left. Yes. But... It's the lack of water. Yeah, because water reflects the blue light, mm, and without sorry. it, no blue. Space is so red, blue, though. <laughs> red, exactly. <laughs> Therefore, red. And no one cares about green, so red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. 
Uh, okay, here's a question. Yeah. Why do they transport water as ice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, how does the ice not melt? Yeah. Yeah. So it takes a machine which requires water to operate. I guess That's it's true. so you don't lose any moisture from like evaporation or like anything. They just have to like mm. make sure. Although it is inconvenient because ice is bulkier than water because it's it's got air molecules and yeah. stuff in it. You ever heard of a tank? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could just have tanks. It is a good point. Um, I'm going to vote for but it I makes a better visual. Yeah, it's a mm. better visual and it's easier to um, steal as a pirate. Yes. So it's, it's, it's almost like... And it looks The whole point of ice is yeah. for it to be stolen by yeah. the said ice pirate. Yeah. And it looks cooler stored in a storage bay. It did look yeah. cool. It did I look very... It. All it this giant cool. blue styrofoam. It looked, it looked cool. Because it's ice. That's, nice. that's cool. Wow, that's so funny. You should be a laugh at the joke. You need a Jack. You need to laugh at the joke when I make the jokes. Stop sniffing your hands, Jack. It's we get it. Smells it. like Barocca. <laughs> we know it smells like Barocca. Oh dear. The ice pirates they board the ship and they use this giant laser gun to break into a toilet. Oh, I love oh, this. God. I love <laughs> this. Mm. What they started off so bad. Yeah, only got better because. First off, they have robots. The robots have been dumb. I did like the spaceships in this movie. I thought they, they were very cool. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. isn't that weird like black outline around them that you find with yeah a lot of... with a lot of old films, yeah. which takes you out of it. No, they were good, and it was the um, they they did the whole like hide in the trash or the meteors or whatever mm-hmm. as the ships go by, and then they can spring out, which makes sense. Yeah, so that was yeah, cool. It's good. Um, but yeah, they break into a toilet. They break into a toilet, and there's an alien yeah. on the toilet with very obviously fake legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the mask was good though. The mask was yeah. sick. The mask and was he's good. just sort of like muttering alien stuff, but also shitting <laughs> <laughs> into this toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which yep. was great it was good mm. it was good and then one by one every member of the crew comes by and is like take care of that guy they keep saying to the yeah guy. because they don't want to take responsibility so they just yeah. put it onto the next so guy the I wrote down fart slash toilet joke oh no <laughs> <laughs> what have I signed myself up to yep. but it's also like that's something yep. that a lot of sci-fis never touch on it's exactly. space dumps quite yeah you, that you is know. true I mean I'm Mandalorian seen... episode one first time we've seen a Star Wars toilet Oh, yeah. really? In Mandalorian, that was the first. I was time. in the Mandalorian. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Want to check it out? Yeah, there's the canonical question: Where is the toilets on the Enterprise? Yeah, that has yeah. been a question that fans have asked for ages till they addressed it because it was an important it. thing. because yeah. they never showed them taking a dump. Yeah. yeah. Do they go? Did they go to the hollow deck and just like beep boop toilet time? Is that how they did it? We didn't know. Right. They never answered it yeah. until they did. But yeah. you know, that was a big question. And in this, they answer it straight away with, there are toilets on the ship. Anyway, we are actually the most easily breachable part of the ship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not very heavily guarded. If you're invading a ship, just go into... I also like that alien that was sitting on the toilet. There are no other aliens that look like him at any other point in the movie. Yeah. And we see him again as well. Yes. Oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just, we see like him one more time where he has a giant lump on his head because one of the crewmates just 
thwacks him on the head on the toilet so he gets knocked out while taking a crap yeah, Sucks to be him, man. And then yeah. they... Do they come back? Yeah, we yeah I, I think it's they break into the ship again against the princess or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. They knock him out again, yeah. After escaping the guards, they go into the princess's room and there's an... If there's an elderly maid, she's in a maid outfit. Yeah, she's uh, in space in a maid outfit. That is a bit weird. Um, Strange. She's an important character. I mean... Yeah. In the fact that... <laughs> in the fact that she's there a lot. <laughs> she's there a lot. She takes care of the... Princess, and we, which and we were all wondering, like, how does this princess get taken care of? And it's like, oh, mm. the maid, the maid, yeah, yeah, yeah. the elderly maid. Um, the princess, by the way, is sleeping in like this smoky yeah. state. Yeah, it's, it's like dry eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think here's my theory. My theory. It's a stasis pod. Yeah, that's you what know, because it's a long journey traveling yeah. with all this water. Yeah, if you're a princess, you just get very expensive stasis pod. Yep, you just go to sleep. Yep couple of weeks t- uh, traveling through space more mm. like a couple of seconds and then dickhead pirate over here <laughs> first thing he does when he sees oh look here's a, here's a pretty princess I'm going to open it up <laughs> first thing's what I do open it up so I can look at her yeah. and then maybe creep a little bit maybe creep a little bit maybe make a rape joke yeah, yeah. then immediately after that he closes it that's still going to break the stasis cycle. Yeah. You've opened it up already. Well, she wakes up, yeah. We'll yeah, she this. wakes up, yeah. exactly. And it's... it's so her, her story is, rude. she is the daughter of a man who discovered uh, the seventh planet and died. Mm. And she's trying to find her dad because she thinks he's yeah. alive. That's her whole story. This is where uh, a lot of the wows in my notes are in. Mostly when the captain pervs on the girl... Uh, or is about to. And then says the line. And then, wow, uh, what happened to we rape and pillage? Direct quote. Direct quote. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. Then they go into <laughs> the main chamber where all the ice is. Very cool scene. Turns like into Indiana Jones for a second. Yes. And then a guy spots them. Yep. And then they have <laughs> adequate time to, like, Oh, a guy has spot us. Let us talk about this for a minute. And then they then they cut some wires. And meanwhile... Doesn't, of, doesn't the captain say, no, let him go? And yeah. Everyone, what? What? What is happening? This I, made it so much more difficult for I, you. Yeah. This whole scene, I'm just... I thought I he had mad. some grand plan about letting him yeah. everyone know. It's like... <laughs> no. No. It's like... Because he knows for a fact that this guy, instead of yelling, instead of having a communicator or any time, mm. having a button down there to press in case of an emergency situation. No, there was yeah. none of that. Instead, this guy has to go and grab a ladder and start very slowly <laughs> climbing up a ladder to the command tower it was without funny. doing anything because he's wearing heavy chainmail and a sword. <laughs> so he has to climb up this ladder. This is their alarm system. And why does my hand smell like Baraka? <laughs> no! Chad, shut up! God damn it. Okay. Because he's in this. That was an interesting scene, though. That had the robot fight, right? Yeah, there was a robot fight. Yeah, there was. This is also where Ron Pillman's hand gets cut off. Uh, Yes. Which Which is. There's a scene. Which also, like. Oh, yeah. One thing I never realized before is, like, Ron Pillman has quite small hands, and I just, like. Yeah. Yeah, never noticed that. Yeah. And he's super casual about having his hand cut off. I think it happens multiple times. Also, does he grow back his hand? 
No, uh, we don't see. I think they reattach the hand. I think they... but then there's another hand that gets taken off him. But that's it's like... a gag. Oh, that's a that's a like the the old uh, fake hand uh, gag where someone shakes your hand and you pull right, it off. Right, That was a that was okay, a fake hand. That's what that was. I yeah. missed that. that also, was taken a note of me. <laughs> we'll get back to this previous thing. But please, do how was Ron Perlman so prepared for that gag? <laughs> was he just holding on to a fake hand because he didn't know he was going to be reunited? Yeah, with exactly. Was he holding what? on to a fake hand <laughs> in the hopes? I think I think he he was just planning on pulling that gag today, mm, and they yeah. just happened to line up with that. Mm, it was yeah. just a chance happenstance, which we love in movies yeah, happening. Yeah. Uh, to explain stupid things. Mm. Um, going back to this scene that I, I had a lot of issues with, because his hand gets chopped off, and his reaction to that is, oh, hey, can someone grab my hand? That was that was his reaction. He's like, oi, my hand it. just got yeah. chopped off. I, I feel like it's screaming it tells you something about the universe they're living in. Like, yeah. oh, that's not that big an issue. Like, That's true. Yeah, but there's like a lot of stuff in this film that people just like brush off. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like there's just a lot. There's just a lot of stuff that, that, that these Maybe people are totally have cool with. Future painkillers, and he just really didn't feel it. And so, the combination of not feeling the pain and knowing that it can be easily reattached later didn't really concern him. So, you know, I, yeah. Did you notice that they were trying to make it like a an iconic line for Jason? Because yeah. every time he fights someone, he's like, uh, 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 and they tried to make it. A thing in the first yeah. 20 minutes of the film and then, then, then they just funny. dropped it. No, I, I liked it. I liked it as well. They are trying to escape the ship. Jason kidnaps the princess. One of the R2-D2 droids, the way that they distract it is by putting a cloth over its head. Oh, then yes. you can obviously see through because you can see its eyes and stuff through yeah, the no, cloth. No, this was the scene because the captain, instead of going with the ice, making sure he secures the ice, is a big old horn dog and he's like, yeah. I'm going to go it's- back and secure this princess, grab this this babe, and mm-hmm. then go back. It's the 80s, though. Yeah. Every single human mm. above the age of 18, in terms of the actor, in every film we've done this year, is horny. Yeah, Everyone's is, horny. That it's is also, true. I think the main character, Jason, wasn't endearing at all. No. for the fir- Maybe for the first half of the movie. Yeah. I, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a little bit of endearingness with him fighting dudes and taunting them and stuff, but other than that, I feel like he yeah. wasn't... Well, he's a Han Solo type, and Han Solo is not the main character of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he is the main character of this movie. Yeah. yeah. So they needed to be very... Yeah, I definitely agree that the first half of this film, he's not very endearing, mm. which might kind of be the point... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it's hard to tell because this movie isn't good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's also great. <laughs> but it's also fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him by the end of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. actor's really good. Like, yeah. the actor knows what he's doing. Mm. He's funny. Um, it could have been a smart move if they had played it off like that for him to have the princess because then... They get attacked because now they're escaping on the ship. Mm. They get attacked by this general who gets one scene here. Yeah. And I thought he was awesome. And then he never came back. And His that was very was really cool. Yeah. He had this cool outfit. He had this cool style. And he was arguing with this Templar. I was like, wow, what a cool character. Mm. Never see him again. Never see I him again. I can't remember him. Also, the spaceship battle in general was very underwhelming. Yeah. I... Because, well... 
first, the main <laughs> ship breaks off into three <laughs> smaller that's, ships. This was, that was that's cool. sick This move. was the first bit where I thought, oh, maybe this is a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What do you two guys mean? <laughs> what what do you mean? mean? No, the first the opening scene, they go into a toilet. The <laughs> <where laughs> guy's taking a massive dump. Even then, tonally, I couldn't figure out what it yeah. was going for. Oh. When, they went, when they were fighting in the spaceships on the arcade machine. Like, <laughs> yeah, the way that they fire, it's just an arcade game. Yeah. To be fair. They're like space invaders. To yeah. be fair, half of their budget cut. That's true. Knowing that now, and the fact that it was back then, might have been the only real good way they yes. could display a ship fight. Although, I do like the fact that the ships split apart. I like that That actually well. makes sense. Although, yeah. a funny goof, it makes sense. It's like, okay, we've been found out. Rather than us all dying or being captured in one ship, split it in three, then they can only go after one. Yeah, so, can I just explain? So, like, when they're fighting, having this space battle, um, what the robot guy, um, who, like, takes care of the robots, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, yeah. Robo uh, Bitch. Robo I Bitch, yes. Roscoe. Yeah, Roscoe. Robo. Roscoe the Robo. Robo Bitch. Uh, goes onto, like, an arcade machine yeah. that's, like, Space Invaders and starts playing this Space Invaders-like game to try yeah. and fight the other mm. spaceships. Mm. And the captain's also watching on being like, go, get him, get him. <laughs> but it's funny. also, like, the let, like, it was re- actually really funny. Like, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's the level of investment appropriate to... That like sort of an scene. arcade game yeah. Yeah. not to a space battle so when they get hit they're like ah oh, damn it and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then the ship is shot and they're like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like oh damn oh wait that's this good. is real yeah. yeah no it was very good that's um, a good it was, quite, it was quite space ballsy that moment yeah, yeah yeah and this is where I feel like they have the princess Surely you take the princess and hold her hostage no. so they don't... No. But they don't, they don't do that at they all. They just immediately get arrested by the commander. The commander yeah. walks on and is like, you're all arrested. This was all part of my plan. Which he says, like, every single thing he's yeah. in. He's yes. like, this is all going to plan. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. He's, he's, I love him. He's really he's good. Great. Is this the head Templar? Yes. Yeah, the head yeah, Templar. Yeah, head Templar. Yeah. That's, when I, that's the first thing that I liked about this movie. Was yeah, the yeah. head Templar. I yeah, was yeah. like, alright. If, he, if he's going to show up in this, I think yeah. I can yeah, yeah, stomach for 100 minutes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. So, uh, so they get locked up. That's where they meet Killjoy, the mm. friendly giant who... Is he a giant or is he just... Oh, he's just tall. He's just a tall, <laughs> tall buff dude. Is he supposed to be like... I think he's meant to be taller than... Race. Well, because there were the other people in the prison was, that were yeah, quite tall as well yeah so, I think so is maybe... that just a, re- uh, a split off of humanity where it's just these big dudes could know. be interesting lore oh, there was like a planet yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I thought tall guy but him I just called time. him a giant because it's a good way to okay. distinguish yeah. him from everyone else with the listeners yeah it just enough. did um, highlight to me how short Ron Perlman was yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. was very short although they do mention that in a scene coming up um, that yep. he is shorter than the other ones. Mm. They uh, they get uh, sent over to Mithra, which is the planet of the Templars. I think it's where they run everything. It's the only source of water in the galaxy. They they get sent there to be uh, redesigned, castrated. Yes. They which, say it doesn't hurt. Yeah. yeah okay. There's this whole line of scenes. I this. love this. This was the point where yeah. I went. I'm on board for no yeah. matter what this film throws at me. This is where I started to get on, on board with yeah. the movie, I think. And this is where... I think maybe the first 20 minutes were just bad. 
Yeah, anyway. no. The first 20 yeah. minutes were just bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, the main characters, the um, Captain and Roscoe, uh, get put on this conveyor belt to yep. get castrated. Yep. And yeah. even in this moment, just a pre-crest castration... Uh, the captain's just being a horn dog. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. He's uh, on the I've, castration of I've got the line. So he gets shaved, and then he's like, hey, you want to meet up later? And she's like, I don't think you'll be up for it. Because <laughs> we're going to remove your dick. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I was I was just like, what? what is going What is I happening? I didn't know what was going to hit. I didn't know I what know was what happening. Was but then, what was coming was... Did this giant chomping metal claw? Good lord! Did yeah. I cross my legs at this rate? Yeah. It gave me Sharkboy and Lava Girl flashbacks, but I'm not sure why. Yeah, I was um, thinking like the chomp, the chomper from Mario. Oh yeah, like, that, that as well. Um, was absolutely chomping at their bits. Yeah, you know what? Um, this distinctly brings back in a memory that you guys probably won't have: the Thomas the Tank Engine movie. Oh and the Magic Railway? Yes, the Magic Railway! <laughs> yes! Oh my god, I'm so glad you know. Um, they don't get castrated because the princess saves them. Coming up after this, I, I, I couldn't at this moment. I had to pause and leave the, leave the room for a bit to grab myself so, a drink. I was so like, what is going on in this yeah. film? So after they're supposedly castrated, but saved by the princess because she has some unique plan for them. Because uh, everyone they, has a plan for everyone in this film. Absolutely, they get um, they get uniforms. Yeah, they get and, white leotards and wigs. Yep, and they've got to put on a higher voice because they're castrated. This is the voice they speak because they have been castrated. Yeah. That is a joke in this movie. Everyone knows that not only is peace stored in the balls, but so, deep voices, bases, bases stored in the balls. Um. Oh, and then they are sold to the princess where we get the line, we should take the black one, it'll go very well with the wallpaper. Oh boy, yeah. Yep. The black ones are very popular at the moment, Sandro. Isn't that a cool joke to have in a movie? There's certain moments in this film where I think they're trying too hard to make racial satire. And it doesn't work. Yeah, no, that was um, that was a oof for me. Yeah. Anyway, this is the moment where there's like a taller guy, and she says, "This one isn't as tall, but it won't matter in the sewer plants." Haha. So she gets the two guys, the two main characters. Yeah, takes them to a future rock and roll dance party where people literally get high. Yeah. Uh, uh, haha. <laughs> they get high hey. because they have some electrical device yeah, they shock touch their brain and then they start flying. But the princess is like I want you two pirates to take me to the pirate moon because I'm looking for my dad. Yep. And so they do that. They leave uh, but the Templar's like we've got to stop them from escaping so there's a bit of a, a motorbike mm. chase including yep. a cop car that's got spikes in the front of it. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. It, um, it's a solid chase as well. I quite like the chase sequence. Like, again, from this point on I was... Completely on board with no matter what the movie threw at me, and yeah. I was so glad that we got it. I just was this mention... the thing with the robot pimp. Yep, I, I really can't remember much as, aside from the fact that there was a robot pimp. What was a robot pimp? And they're like, yeah, what's the robot pimp? Do you want to see some fine titties? Fine titties, yeah, fine titties. yes. Titties. Would you like to see some fine titties? Yeah. And they um, 
they they don't have any money, so they just give like a necklace that they gank. A gold, a yeah. golden necklace. Yeah, and he takes a it takes a gold necklace for payment. Anyway, they they manage to get to the princess's ship. Yep, they fly off with the princess. Um, oh, there's also a, a garbage robot. bin yeah, robot with a tongue that eats the robot, yeah. which never comes back. What? It was really weird. It's in the spaceship and we see it, but it isn't a thing. It isn't. So really I don't know why this is a scene. I liked it. I think it's just to sell toys. To sell toys. I guess, There's a lot yeah. of like weird m- moments in this film where it feels like stuff exists to sell toys, but I yeah. don't know who would buy the toys. Yeah. Because this isn't really a kid-friendly sure. film. Um, yeah, I don't know. If I was a kid in the 80s, I would be cracking my head off at castration and fine titties. Yeah, I mean... I'd be like, I, this is my jam. I mean... Honestly, oh, as a child, I would have been very yeah. amused. I don't know about you. Race satire? This is my thing. <laughs> yes. As a 12-year-old. The princess then pulls out a gun and is like, Yo, there's water on the ship, but you ain't getting none of it because I'm in charge here. And if you don't do what I say, I'm a Glock ya. Uh, anyway. So uh, she, yeah, she f- is like, we're going to go to this planet, find out uh, what's up with my dad. So yeah. Then it cuts to the the uh, leader scene with the Templar, where the Templar has to go in. Go see the, he, the old Supreme Commander. Are you guys familiar of the 40k Warhammer series? Mm, well, not really. In the lore of that, because I'm a big massive nerd boy, Whoa. there's a, uh, not so much a Templar, but an Empire, mm. and the leader of that is just a very old dude that's plugged into a machine, but he's... He's, uh... It's quite, it's quite a bit like the leader of the Daleks. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that. Um, except he's kept alive by sacrificing a thousand people per day. Hell yeah. For their souls. And that's Hell. how he's kept alive. Love that. So, I was wondering if they borrowed that from from there. But yeah, because there really... is like a spiritual aspect that they're sort of hinting at. Yeah, and he's also like almost attached to this... Yeah. To this like seat that he's lying down on or like bench or whatever. I think it, it was is. just a sell toys. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, know, it looked cool. It was, it was alright. And then they reveal that they wanted the princess to escape, and this is all a part of his major plan. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. He was like the big bad, right? Uh, sort of, yeah. But he never came back. Nah, no, but I, I feel like. He was in charge of the main bad guy of this movie. I think Maybe if there trying, was a sequel or something. Yeah, they were trying to do like the Empire, the Emperor and Empire Strikes Back. Like he's exactly. in one scene. Exactly. He's back like later. the Emperor and the real bad guy is Darth Vader. We see Darth Vader way more yeah. than we do the Emperor. But the Emperor is technically the big bad. Yeah. But it, I just feel like good on him. Like he's, he seems to be running a tight ship from like what's yeah. essentially his deathbed. Yeah. 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 yeah good on him. Good on him. I thought he was going to get murdered by the other Templars. I thought he was going to come back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of things in this movie that don't come back. Yeah. Like, yeah. actually, it does come back, but Space Herpes is this next Yes! Thing. Space yeah. Herpes! Once again, just like the castration, this is when I was... This is when I went, oh boy, this is a film, and I am enjoying the hell out of it This right was... Now. Oh, what? This is good. It's just a red dwarf episode, but yes. in the space of like Absolutely. ten minutes. So there is this egg on the ship. It hatches and out pops this disgusting like worm with a like cross between inside its mouth is a face. Sort yeah, it's of like thing. a xenomorph worm yeah, sort of thing. Xeno baby thing. And it, it goes up to Roscoe, right? Yeah. And yep. it starts sucking. It's you mean some of that good blood, daddy yeah. So it's kind of like a leech. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. of like a space leech. 
like then, a, like um, some like sort a of fleshy, parasite, fleshy leech. Yeah, yeah. like and some sort of uh, parasite that you would catch, and then like, Jason, a, like a disease almost. Yep, yeah. like, a, then, like a a herpes or something. They, yep, they say this ship just got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I actively laughed out loud. They try, and, they try and catch the herpy, right? But it's and very it, quick. It's quick and it yeah, runs away. I, when funny. I first saw that, because it, it was like real um, kind of creepy, like this mm. this herpy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. I thought this was part of the plan of the... <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, it does yeah, come yeah, straight after the yeah. scene with the light. It is true, it is plan. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also had that, yeah, I also had that thought, like, maybe they had planted it. Mm. Yeah. As like a thing to kill them, but no, it's just a thing on the ship that it's doesn't great. really harm anything. Honestly, I'm glad it doesn't. It, it doesn't do anything. The whole reason well, it's there it is it does. It sucks on a dude's blood, but like nothing. I mean, happens. it does. Yeah, it, nothing comes of it, but it's it's funny. It is funny. Jack, what did you think of Sweetwater? Did you like? Because this is the most June element of the film. Is this mm. Sweetwater town? It's an abandoned the, the town. The one that they go to. Yeah, yeah it's I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Did yeah. you like all the donkeys and pigs running around? Loved it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I was really thinking. I liked it was just like one old guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> who isn't that old? He was just in a time warp for like yeah. t- twenty seconds and lost twenty years or something. Yeah, no, and that's a bummer, dude. It's a bummer. Yeah. Don't you hate it when you spend two seconds in time warp and lose twenty five years of your existence? Yeah. Time warp's good in this film. Yeah, I yeah. Love the time warp. I thought that was a really cool plot point. Actually, yeah. I thought it was actually very cool. Um, he he reveals that he travelled with the princess's father and they did find the seventh world Woo! and the seventh world when discovered will end the war and that's why the Templars killed the entire crew of that ship but her dad may still mm. be alive go to this planet and find out yeah and then um, um, then we have a very mad Max scene yeah. where these bounty hunters <laughs> on this like giant roller with a skull at the front a giant plastic skull it yeah terrible. it's so bad <laughs> but it's great they're wearing viking helmets it's great it's this, so mad Max as they're rolling yeah. in on this desert this was the scene that like it, it, it felt like a movie that you make in your backyard Oh, yeah. <laughs> with oh yeah, like w- with your friends when you're like ten years old. <laughs> Hell yeah, and it was great. I loved it. Yeah, no, I literally wrote down, "Man, I'm loving this." Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just rolling around. They have yeah. to dodge about. At some point, they pause to talk about what the old guy goes like. Hey, you remember the? This reminds me of the time, and she's like, "No time for this. It's coming back." And they're like, Whoop! "Very good." Also, Jason is. Hanging on to the back of their one, trying to get onto the Vikings' yes. car, and he holds onto like a spike that's attached to the wheel, and somehow gets the momentum to jump up onto. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to question it. He, it could be the future. He has future know. muscles, and then he um, just pushes everyone off. Yeah, well, <laughs> he doesn't punch them. He's just like push, yeah. push, push, and then yeah. he jumps off and leaves. The bad guy that's left on that to crash into something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic, classic move. We get told where to go, so they yep. go to they the go dad's there. last known location. Oh, we also get a little bit of exposition about what the seventh world is, the MacGuffin in the film. Mm. Uh, it's a planet that was in the orbit of this universe, then got somehow knocked out of orbit. Uh, mm. It survived the water war. It's a planet filled with water. Um, it's Earth. 
Oh yeah, and the, <laughs> the old guy dies as well. Yeah, he, and it's yeah, so it's long because... of a death scene for this character we've known for two minutes. So good, and it's so dramatic. I love the way he dies because he gets hit by a laser, and then he just goes flying. <laughs> like this old man just goes flying in the background. That's and They don't good. linger on it. It's so that's pretty funny. good. Um, and then yeah. he's like, "Ah, oh, my back's broken." Uh. <laughs> then he just dies. It's great. Because it's very dramatic and it's very heartfelt for yeah. some reason, um, yeah. and it, you 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 really begin to 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 feel for the captain, the main character. Like he has a personality after all, and yeah. he has friends who are now dying, yeah. and it's 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 very dramatic. Um, yeah. Uh, so they they go. To this Maybe there's a reason he has such a rough exterior because it's yes. a rough world. Mm-hmm. It's a rough world. Yeah. It's yeah. A rough world. They go to this smoky, misty world um, where the dad's meant to be, and Jack, they're unicorns. What was your first thought when you saw a unicorn? Oh, is this that smoky world? Yes. yes. Yeah. The Amazonian unicorns. I was what? like, yeah, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. You were there, you went, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're also they all prepared. Prepared. Like, they knew they were going to get ambushed, and they didn't prepare for it at yeah. all. Yeah. And then they, yeah, oh, they, get ta- they get taped. I liked that, um... Ah, uh, that sort of, like, painting of where they went, like, up the mountain. Mm. Anyway. A lot of the artwork's pretty solid. Yeah. Then they, um, they get taken to this hall. The incel temple. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I guess, yeah, that's one way of describing Speaking it. of which, the incel is played by the guy who, like, runs the Golden Globes. <laughs> yes. Like, he is not an actor... He just—he is my favorite character in this film. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's this guy. He's got glasses. Uh, he's got a bit of uh, not like a lisp, but sort of. He's clearly not an actor, and he's also very camp. Yep. Just throwing it out there, guys. He is very camp, and he's surrounded and by these bikini-clad Amazonian women. Yes, um, he, he's apparently, uh, you know, he's ruling this planet as such because uh, he owns lots of water and water is power. They have, a, they have a bit of a fight about the dad and then just before they get killed, one of the guys swoops in, slams on some Amazonian ladies and then there's a bit of a fight yeah. before yeah. they... They knock his head off. They, they, yep. they knock his head off they and it's great. Off. Oh my God, he's dead. No. But he's not, because he's just ahead. And um, so they're like, we're going to get you to tell us where the princess's dad is. Yeah. We yep. could... Uh... And cue every shot that's a distance shot is clearly a fake head. Oh, yeah. yeah. And every shot that's close up, you don't see anything below his neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. They do drop the Oh, no, that's from the back. Yeah, never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, it's from the back. Yeah. Um, it's good, though. I love it. The way they torture him is they make him sneeze and then he tells him everything. Yeah, yeah, they get a feather, the classic feather torture, and he immediately caves. Yep. Um, and so the princess is uh, reunited with her father. She goes to where he says they kept the, keeping the dad, and uh, mm. the, 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 the twist, the dad's not, not not the dad, it's a robot. And this is no. when I noticed that uh, there's f- 15 minutes left of this film and nothing yeah. has happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they go back on the ship, uh, and she's having a solid sob because, you know, didn't find a dad. Mm. But my dad would have given you a ring. Give me the ring. <laughs> and so, so the head's like, "Yeah, you got me." S- spits out a ring on its tongue, and then uh, 
the guy just grabs the ring and so the head goes, Oh, you're so physical. <laughs> um, great quote. Then followed up by, uh, he said, uh, the main dude goes, Anything else in there? And uh, the, the head says, No, care to make a deposit? <laughs> okay. Uh, little camp there. Little, little bit of innuendos there, I'm feeling. There's so many um, innuendos in the last few minutes yeah. in this film. Then, uh, then the ring is a hologram and tells them the location of the dad, so they drive, yeah. so they fly off there. Also, Ron Perlman is dressed as Popeye. I thought it was very yeah. funny. Anyway, they have dinner. Um, Ron Perlman's made dinner, and he's, like, real into cooking. He brings out, like, a roast turkey, Ooh, and clap. then the, the herpy jumps out of the turkey. <laughs> The herpy jumps out of the turkey. Yeah. And the maid goes nuts as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah classic. Okay. Um, now, now, now. Yeah, here now. we go. The passion storm scene. Mm. So Jason goes into the princess's room and she's like, Oh, I'm horny. So they go into the passion room. And Jason has prepared a mixtape for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then I have so many questions. Because it starts off the scene with him listening in at the door. And she's, she's making a massage from the robot, <laughs> and it sounds super sexual. Ooh. Obviously, ooh, ah, uh, yeah. oh yes, it's harder. Great. By the way, yes, there is ten minutes of this film to go, so they do what you 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 would do at the end of an action sci-fi, and they make out for five minutes. Yes, um, and it's windy, and it's raining. Yes, and the dialogue because... is the best. <laughs> Because apparently Storm's are sexy, guys. Because yeah. this is like, called the, so they, they the in... Sensual Storm yeah. was the program mm. they went into. Because it's like a, a holographic experience. Yeah, it's like the cover of a Mills and Boone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it so starts good. raining, there's like like heavy wind rippling yeah. their clothes. Heavy wind, heavier petting. It's, yep. Yeah. And um, it must be pretty sexy because they get it on. Oh, I love we know lines. for a fact they get it on because of so later on. She's undoing his pants and she says the line, it's so stiff. The belt, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we also get the line where she's like, shouldn't you be at the controls? And then he moves his head down. <laughs> it's just... It's great. It's honestly wow. the best. Wow. Like, we have done some softcore porn up mm. until this point. And this scene, you don't see anything. But it's yeah. still Way somehow better. funnier. Yeah. Way better. I was rock hard for the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, an alarm yep. goes off. There's a Templar battleship tailing them. They enter the time warp. And this is when Shizzle gets real. Yeah. So to get to the seventh planet, you have to go through this this outer layer of this time warp zone, which is super dangerous because if you yep. don't find the proper path through, you just get stuck in like yes, an infinite time and, and you the age super fast. And the Templar guy is like, "Yes, you got to go through the time warp." And then Princess is like, "Oh no, you planned this from the very beginning." <laughs> oh no, which is because because yeah, he's like. Thank you for finding the way to the seventh planet, you fools. Ha ha ha. Evil monologue, evil monologue, evil monologue. And then uh, there are three minutes left in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wasting 30 seconds of it. And she's like, oh no. So there's a robot fight where uh, every now and then it speeds up, meaning they age like crazy. Yeah. I loved this was a plot point. I was like, oh, this is a cool ending. 
Because not only do they have to fight off the other ship, because mm. it's trying to board and other things, but they're also rapidly aging because they have yeah. to make maneuvers to dodge the yeah. ship. But the more they maneuver, the more they age yep. because of the time dilation. Yeah. yeah. So they have to balance that, which was very cool. I really liked how the princess is pregnant. I cannot believe <laughs> this was a plot point. I cannot believe they. <laughs> I thought this was going to be gun on the mantelpiece, whatever. But as soon as they start time warping, she feels ill because they just had sex <laughs> and she got pregnant, yeah. Yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. So, of course, while this time dilation goes on, nine months goes by instantly she and has she a has a baby. And Jason's so- like... Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. While they're fighting, he gets called in and is like, yeah. "Oh crap! I've had a baby." While this fight's going on, you um, know, the kid oh is aging God. like crazy. All the guys are fighting. They're growing big bushy beards. Yes. <laughs> Which are amazing. The, um, the fighting effect is it, they just like speed up. Yeah, parts of the fight. You it's like good. I love. I love. Dude, Zendry. this was yeah. great. I think it was Roscoe just like. Oh, it's a Ron Perlman's character. They yeah. just die. They just, they, like, yeah. He literally, age, like, while the they're fighting, <laughs> dies of old age. <laughs> which is brilliant. I've mm. never seen this done before. Yeah. And, and it, it was great. They finally... What that, that happens? They, they kill... So, they, they fight off some of the robots, but more of them come yeah. in at the last second, and you see the old Templar guy, and he's like... He looks like Saruman at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's super old, and he's like, I finally got you. But then, swinging in to save the day, it's his son, who is now an adult at the same age as he... Yep. Well, no, almost the same slightly age. Younger, yeah. Still well, a bit younger. He looks slightly younger because it's the same actor, but without a beard. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a young dude. I like how comes he... in to swing in and kills the robots, and he's like... Hi, mother and father, it is me, your son. <laughs> it's, it's almost like an Orlando Bloom in the first Pirates moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. It's and, great. Then, and then the Templar commander guy's like, oh no, I lost, dies of old age. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And then finally, at the very end there, they exit the time warp. So anyway, and then it, it cuts the, to yeah. them back before they entered the time warp, like mm. in that time yeah. reality, and they're like, what happened? And uh, they're like patting themselves down, and then they're like, oh man, we got through the time warp, so now yeah. it's, it's back to normal. What happened to the Templars? <gasps> they got stuck because they didn't go exactly the right coordinates. Hey, got yeah. em. And then they're like, is that it? The seventh planet in the distance? And it's Earth, baby. Now, the film was meant to end with them flying over a beach on Malibu, and then I think them landing and being like, this is Earth, there's people here. But it it just ends. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, that's fine. It was a fine ending. I would have liked a bit more, but it did did feel rather sudden. Yeah. The, the, like, Mm. end, which makes sense. The credits came up, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the space of 15 minutes, we have exposition about what the seventh world is, a sex scene... A high concept sci-fi battle, yeah, and then the really end of the cool. film in fifteen. Oh yeah, there was yeah. that bit where the robot pissed itself. Yeah, yeah. and then oh, that is it. that's that, that's the Ice Pirates. That's yeah. the movie. We did it. Yeah, we did it, boys. Um, wow. I'm gonna rate this a goodie because on the same way that we rated Double Dragon a goodie, yeah, this is so weird. This is so strange. It's mm. something you got to see to believe. It's yeah. 
bad, but endearing. Yeah, it left, after the first twenty minutes, it did leave me with a couple questions. So, why was the space herpy there? Yeah. What's going on with the emperor? And why does my hand smell like for what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me answer those in the chronological order. One, the space herpy was there to uh, jump out of the turkey. That was kind of that was, it. That, was <laughs> it. that was specifically it. Yeah. Uh, next question. What was the next question? Um, the old guy, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. What was the Space Emperor? Um, I think it was, like, for the sequels, if they made sequels. For the, sequels uh, that was yeah. for the sequels that they never made, unfortunately, which yeah. we can discuss. And they managed the to book a very prolific character actor, so... Which was cool. Um, and then finally, no one knows. No one <laughs> has any clue why your hand is smelling so strange. Um, I don't understand. But yeah, I'm going to give this a goodie. I think it's not necessarily a good film, but it's an enjoyable film. Out of every film we've seen so far this year, I would rewatch this one first. Um, I would rewatch it today. Yeah. I would bring this to a party with friends and just oh, sit down absolutely. and watch this with people. This yeah. is a movie that, and unlike Children of the Corn, it's not slow. Yeah, you can watch it on normal speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, so yeah, it, it, I I feel it, like it's a goodie for me. It's a goodie, but I feel like the first twenty minutes of the movie doesn't do it justice. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's got a really bad start. Yeah. Um. I'm going to also give it a goodie. Wow, three goodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, thought it, I, I was entertained. Yeah. But going specifically also on my criteria... Mm. Of all would goodies, you recommend is, this to people? Would I recommend this to a friend or a person or anybody? Or the, our listeners in the podcast. Or our listeners <laughs> in the podcast. And I definitely would. I definitely say go to check this out. Yeah. I would definitely have alcohol on hand. I actually got yeah. drunk watching this movie. I guess. <laughs> I don't know about you. that water had alcohol uh, supplemented into it to stretch it out. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's just so strange. That... It's definitely mind-altering. Yeah. yeah. Three goodies for Ice Pirates. There we go. Yeah, there you How go. about that? Definitely not Nuts. the best movie, but no. definitely one of the most entertaining. So for a sequel, I want... Okay, so they go into Earth, right? Yeah. Space Herpy is living. Yeah. Can we just get a Space Herpy horror film on Earth? That's Ooh. what I want to see. I just um, want to see the space herpy thing yeah, going what, what around what attacking you, people. So it's like a, an alien on a spaceship uh, mm. is like almost infecting, infecting other people. It's other like people. starts from a small stage and yeah. then it's, it's bigger. Because we bigger. never see what it like what it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it can like fight some sort of soldiery people that all get picked off one by one. But the main character, like a female yeah. lead of some sort, then. Uh, has to find it out of an airlock. Yeah, shoves it out of an airlock. But we see afterwards, like they have the celebration. It's the end of the movie, but after, mm. just after that, we see it floating down to yeah. Earth. The space herpy infected um, we the main character's the, uh, cat. Yeah, and the cat then yeah, a chest bursts out. No, back bursts. Yeah, a space herpy. And we could call it alien because <laughs> there's an alien. No, we can call it STI. <laughs> Spatial transmitted. Invention. Oh no! Uh, what did, Spatially what did, in. What have you got? The sequel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd want to see like a religio-political <laughs> drama set on the Templar planet. Mm. It's just about like yeah, the political machinations of yeah. that planet, how it works. Yeah, you want Different you want some more work, slow deep burn. Deep. Different forces working against each other, mm. fraught conversations in oh, yeah. like 
chambers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Cause like there, we know there's a a royal kingdom of some sort, like a royalty. Yep. yep. And also the Templars and how they clash together. We've also got pirates. Yeah. I kind of just want situation. it to be Dune. I yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, you just really want it because Dune's yeah. good. Yeah, but Dune's like a Dune. light-hearted, weird concept that's kind of funny. Yeah, no, Dune that doesn't. I'm like, I'm like more spacey things like Dune. I think this is a cool, different. Yeah, it's different enough that it can have some cool, funky things. Do you Dune. think they could reboot Space? Uh, the, sorry, the Ice Pirates. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. but like, make it good. Like, make it really Absolutely. good. Like, properly good. I think they totally could. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I would yeah. definitely watch it. Absolutely. I don't know if it would work as a TV, as a film, but like a TV show, perhaps. Yeah. yeah well, this was it, it. gave me good like TV sort of vibes. Yeah. Some of the shenanigans that went on, like the herpes or whatever. Yeah. That's the her- the herpes like a an episode where yeah, that's totally. the problem. Yeah. There's a herpes. There's some other. There's like them uh, on the pirate planet. They've got to hunt down a bounty hunter. Meanwhile, the giant guys. Hanging out with pimps. Yep. It's an episode. You want some fine tetas. Um, what's your sequel? Uh, my sequel, ooh. Well, what I'll have for my sequel is actually focusing on, uh, the ice aspect. Yeah. And the water and stuff. It's like, why do they have ice? Mm. Why is it transported like this? Mm. Like, explanations. Because I'm a bit of a nerd. It's like a supply chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why was she on this supply train sort of thing? Because maybe that's just like uh, this regular supply chain that goes through transporting this water and stuff. Like, we know this is a currency. We see in one scene... The bounty hunters mm. pay a guy who shined his shoe with water by just like squeezing a thing. Mm. How does that currency exchange work mm. with water? How do you survive? What are the exchange rates in a in a planet in a, a situation where you're poor and you need to drink water to survive, but also yeah. water is the currency? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. does that work? I want to see the like instead of the higher up situations, I want to see the low down situations. Mm. How do you, how does that exchange that work? work the Do they have water supplements to, to like Maybe. survive on? Yeah. And how does that work? Do you, do, do they just have to like eat things like cactus or something? There's this mm. cactus mm. stuff which is high in water content or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that would be good. Do they extract it from things? Yes. How do those uh, machines work when they remove your genitalia? Are they literally just biting off your junk? Yeah. Yep. That's not how that should work. These are the so many you, questions I want you to You don't explore. so much have an idea for a sequel so much as you sitting down in front of a camera just asking questions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Moving on to everybody's favourite segment. It's raving reviews. On 99.3, what? On 99.3, not a radio station we're a part of anymore. So... This is the part of the show where we ignore those corporate shills, those garbage people that rated at nine percent. They can't bin. know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Eleven of them rated at nine percent. Yes, because there was only like that many <laughs> reviewers. Woof. Um, but there was plenty of audience reviews, and as we know, if you get like a a crowd of people, yeah, a yeah. crowd of people, the average they're always right. The average is you know, more correct you know than what it that's isn't. called. 
Wisdom, I think it's called Wisdom of the Crowd. Wisdom of the crowd. Yes, exactly. Thank That's you. That's I'm it. glad you're on board. See, you're you're an educated guest. This is why we brought you on board, because you're an intellectual. So we are going um, to go head-to-head and guess yes. what these people rated the reviews. Mm. So uh, Sanjay's going to keep score, because you're each going to guess what exactly they scored. I'm going to tell you what they said in their review, yep. and then you can tell me what they rated it. It should, between... be, it should be pretty obvious, I feel, yeah. right? Uh, I'm yeah, bad at yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, except for Sanjay, he's an idiot. But Jack, you as an intellectual should get most people, of these. People have been asking me, do I play up the fact that I'm bad at this game? No. You will never know. No. He's just up. really bad I'm at this. I'm just very bad at this. Um, so. And they ran him between 0. 0.5 and 5. Yes, so, so there's 0. 0.5. 5, so you've got to remember the yeah, point 0. 0. 5. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, Jason, he says, this was the best, worst movie I've seen in years. Mm. Awful. And awfully funny. Three stars. Three stars. Three, Three stars, stars from Jack. I'd like to mention, there's lots of explanation marks. Oh, that means it's a four from me. You're giving it a four. Okay. It's a five out of five. Clearly a five out of five. The best worst movie he's ever seen. Awful and awfully funny. Chuck. And I think you'll vibe with this one, Jack. Okay. Yes, I've seen it. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. My bad. (laughs) Great reviews. <laughs> Great reviews. Yeah, by the way, a lot of these reviews are real good for this because they're super vague. <laughs> Two stars. Two, Two stars. stars. I'm going to go one on this one. You're going to go one. It is, in fact, one out of Ooh, five. Sandro finally beating a guest for the first time ever in a podcast has started on a winning. <laughs> Way to make me feel like shit, Sam. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. No, don't worry. You'll it's because get... you're getting distracted by the Baraka, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. You're your, your mind's still I've full got, of I've questions. got absolutely none of the energy or the vim and vigour mm. that a Baraka offers. <laughs> all the downside, that terrible smell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Maxwell says, I was surprisingly entertained by this thing. <laughs> Four stars. Four stars. Oh. Four stars. Okay, good. I'm going to go what you did for the first one. Say three. You're going to say three. I think it's a three. Oh, very close with that one, Sandra. It was 2.5. Five down the middle. 2.5. So you were close. You were close. Okay. All right, Jack. Come on, buddy. I needed you to pick up on this one. Sandra can't win one of these. He'll feel too good about himself. I will. Okay. We can't, we can't <laughs> have Sandra have self-confidence. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> You should get this one. Danny, you can vibe with them. I, I believe in this. Gets a four and a half for Bruce uh, Villanches Alone. Funny movie. Okay, so... There's a running joke where I find... Where, for some reason, there's always a review that references the score itself in it. And it usually isn't the, that. That's usually not what they rate it, but sometimes mm-hmm. it is. So, it's well, hard. So, he says, gets a four and a half. For Bruce uh, Villanche alone. Four and a half. <laughs> right, Jack's going with four and a half. Five out of five. Five out of five. Ooh, a bold statement, Sandra. Unfortunately, it's a 4.5. Uh, hey! Nice, Jack. Good work, good work. See, I told you. I knew you it's would vibe with good it's old rigged. Danny. The game is rigged. All right. Charlie says. That was just weird. Two stars. Two stars. Two stars. Uh, okay. mm, 2.5, right down the middle. Oh, you were close, Andrew, but it was actually two out of five. Ooh, oh, bam, another one. Here's 
the winning streak, and this is why Sander always loses. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stephen. Stephen says, ooh, the 80s. Even Lamar's poop got fantastic poster art. The poster of this film is actually really It's good. really good. It it's Look really it good. The poster's really good. Uh, um, well, you're ready first. So. No, you go first, Andrew. Oh, thanks, mate. I'm, I'm going to go two. You're going to go two? Uh, no, I'm going to go one. Ooh, you're going to go one. Are you sure about changing your options? Yeah, I'm going to go, go one as well. You're also yeah. going one? We can both go one. Yeah, yeah, that's totally valid. Because it is one out of five. Well done, you two. There we go. All right, Jack keeps his lead. Jack keeps his lead. Adam. Yep. Definitely seen it. Can't remember it. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Adam's definitely seen it. Can't remember it. <laughs> Why is he giving it stars? There's multiple people that I found who have said, Oh, I remember watching this film ages ago and then rated it. This was the best, most vague one. Uh, two stars. I was going to go two as well. I'm just going to go two. I'm going to. Both going to go two. Let's just do two. It was 2.5. Uh, Ooh. Down the middle. All right. They remembered it more kindly. And finally, I think uh, this one uh, summons up the uh, movie quite well. Yep. It's my favorite to do that. Uh, Doug, he says, uh, watch out for the space herpes. That's true. I feel like this is a true fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go four stars. I'm going five. It's four out of five. Oh, Jack's smashing it out. Boom. Jack on four points, me on two. He's you're just like the movie. You started off all but then got brilliantly into into it. it. Well done. Well, uh, you you won and you you can now do the outro. Well, thanks for uh, listening to uh, the Wacko Zacko and uh, Sandro show with uh, guest uh, star Jack McGullick in the studio today. Uh, We got a a wonderful uh, episode coming up for you next week, uh, you lucky listeners. Uh, Well, we're going to review the... uh, and we'll figure that out a bit. Well, we're going to figure out what we're going to review, but trust me and believe me when I say it's going to be good. Ah, you stay out there, all you uh, space uh, pirates. Uh, you stay safe out there. Watch out for them space herpes. Uh, uh, wear protection. Use a dong bag and uh, basically have a good time. All right, catch you next time, fellas. Uh, it's been wonderful uh, being here with you and... Uh, yeah, it just does. It, gets to it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder where uh, where are our Templars at? What's going, what's, what's going on with the state of Templars? If you're a Templar, Australia call us up now. On yeah, if you're, 70. <laughs> if you're in a Templar, I'd love to know what's going on. Uh, who are you? What brought you to be in a Templar? Uh, what do you think about liberal? <laughs> what do you think about liberal leadership at the moment? Is Scott Morrison the figurehead uh, <laughs> we really need in, oh, in no. Australia today? Uh, okay, well I'll catch you next time, and uh, you stay safe out there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, you have a great time. I've been Jack, and this has been once again the Wacko, Zacko, and Sandro podcast. Wow. And, uh, I'm running out of breath now. I'm getting a little lightheaded. Honestly, this is quite taxing. Oh so, um, yeah, let me know. What do you think? Do you think uh, Albanese is a uh, <laughs> appropriate, <laughs> appropriate opposition for the uh, the shadow minister? What's going on there? Who is this man, Albanese? He's from the Labour left and uh, obviously a man from the uh, <laughs> inner suburbs of I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
Then ACDC Thunderstruck starts playing, and uh, it's the end of the show. Wow. Um, I think that's the best <laughs> outro we've ever gotten. Yeah. And also, definitely the longest. Definitely the longest. All right. If you like the show, we're on Facebook. We're on. Well, I've already done the outro. It doesn't matter. Links to everything in the description. You can send us an email. Do whatever you want. Zach, you're picking next week's episode. You've got right. two choices. I will pick them. Race into the moon. Oh. Before being deployed to fight in World War Two, yeah. Sean Penn and Nicolas Cage or try to make the best of the little time they have left in their small town. Oh. Or your other choice, Police Academy. The first Ooh. in a long, long line of uh, the adventures of a zany group of police officers. Mm. Those are These options. are some tough choices because on one hand, Nicolas Cage... Early Nicolas Cage. Early, Early Nicolas Cage. Cage. Before he yeah, he's less completely insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the other hand, Police Academy. Yeah. What do you want? Jack, what are, you, what are, what are your thoughts on this? He's asking a friend. He's calling a friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling up. To check out some of that early Nicolas Cage action. Okay, you're thinking He's that. He's Nicolas Cage. I'm going to go with Police Academy just because <laughs> you chose Nicolas Cage there. Yeah, definitely Police Academy. Police Academy next yep. week. That sounds fun. Have you seen it? Um, no, I don't think I have. But I think I've, I've seen two or three, but I think I've seen the first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Cool. Police Academy next week. We wrap you, it up. You fell perfectly into my trap there. Good work. Excellent. The smell of Brocco has faded. <laughs> You will never know. We wrap it up with a favourite quote from, from mm. the Ice Pirates. What have uh, you got? a lot. Oh, uh, space titties. <laughs> Is it space titties? Yeah. Uh... Mine's going to be, uh, oh, it feels so stiff. The belt, I mean. Uh, and then my one is, can I make a deposit? <laughs> All right. That's it. Let's go. We're going to fly off. We'll, uh... yeah, yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs> Zach, it was there. It's been excellent having you here in my lounge room. And uh, yeah, we have a wonderful time out there. We have to not invite Martians. Onto yeah, the that's what I was trying to bring it back to, the fact that we're on a spaceship. Yeah. We need a, we need yeah, a we need fly off. Out we need to go off. through a time warp. I'm going to detach my uh, space shuttle from your... Yeah. Oh. Oh my goodness, the ship has got space Because <laughs> you dried up. Oh no, wow. I brought it back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.